So welcome to this edition of the Perspective in Inflammation podcast, a series brought to you by the CESF, which shines a spotlight on two experts in the field of inflammation. So I'm Professor Pierre Miosek from the hospital uh, Edouard Herriot, located in Lyon, France. And uh, with me are my fellow uh, CSF steering committee members, Professor Sotomo Takeuchi from Kaio University and Professor Christopher Richling from the University of Rochester Medical uh, uh, Center. So we'll be discussing the relationship between uh, radiographic progression and clinical disease activity in patients with psoriatic arthritis. But first, I would like to understand more about your uh, life and uh, how you have been uh, uh, brought to the field of rheumatology. Yes, uh, Dr. Minasek, my interest in rheumatology began with uh, a real strong uh, interest in immunology, which at the time when I was uh, thinking about a career was really starting to gain a lot of momentum in terms of the interactions of immune cells and uh, how they partic participated in inflammation in the joint and other areas. And also by the ability that rheumatology allows me to not only apply the analytic skills, but also actually examine and, and interact with patients over the long term. So those two together really led me into the field. And where did you start it? Um, I, um, I started, uh, I did my training in internal medicine at Mount Sinai School of Medicine in Manhattan, and then did my training in rheumatology at uh, NYU, New York University Medical Center. And I was in the lab of Robert Winchester, where we oh, were studying to share My good episode. friend, Robert. Yes, yes, yes yeah, I trained. Oh, yeah. He was my mentor. Oh, really? Yeah, small <laughs> word again. Yes. So, and then you move, I guess, where you are now, right? I was in Montreal with oh. Robin Poole. Uh, and then speaking I, then? Yes, yeah, and then I so, moved yeah. and I moved to Rochester where I've been since uh, the early 90s. Yeah, and now your focus is there? So my focus was initially in rheumatoid arthritis where we were studying synovial biology many years ago, but I switched uh, to the study of psoriatic arthritis uh, probably about 25 years ago, and we first began our uh, investigation into the synovial tissue, but rapidly then I moved on to trying to understand what's happening in the bone in patients with psoriatic arthritis. And so that is now the focus of my laboratory, where we also work on biomarkers of disease activity and markers that might uh, let us know which patients with psoriasis will develop psoriatic arthritis. And to say more on those? So in terms of, as you know, the really fascinating part of psoriatic arthritis is that you have this very aggressive bone loss phenotype coupled with new bone formation. Right. And that occurs in both the peripheral uh, joint and also in the axial skeleton. So, uh, and work that you've done illustrating how important the TH17 pathway is in that area <laughs> is something we've picked up on and we study very uh, intensely, as well as trying to gain a better understanding of what are the elements that to determine this uh, bone dysregulation and remodeling. Okay, yeah. Well, that remains a key, uh, key question, right? To understand the differences in the single uh, joint having construction and destruction. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, uh, how do you see the 
dynamics of these uh, uh, events. I mean, the early phase compared to the uh, later stages of, uh, of this disease? Yeah, so I think that what's really intriguing is that if you look at the core, the bone of patients with psoriatic arthritis, if you look in the distal radius, you see uh, a tremendous loss of trabecular bone, yep. but not cortical bone, which is very different from yep. rheumatoid arthritis, where yep. you see both cortical uh, and uh, trabecular bone. If you look at a psoriasis patient, on the other hand, you look at their distal bone, you don't see a loss of the trabecular bone or the cortical bone, but you see these anthesophytes, mm -hmm. which are uh, out in the outer bone. Uh, and I think what's really fascinating is that there is a bone phenotype in psoriasis, even though they're asymptomatic, but it's very different than what you see in the actual arthritis. Mm. What you see in the early stages, of course, are, are uh, focal erosions and anthesophytes, and in later stages, you can see either extensive degradation of bone or even fusion with ankylosis. And that's mm. what makes this so fascinating is this uh, mixture and heterogeneity of the bone phenotypes. And what could be the uh, sort of biomarkers, uh, easy to detect biomarkers to sort of, I can't say predict, but at least to identify right. uh, these different subsets of, of yeah. uh, and very different in terms of mechanism. Oh, absolutely. So one of the things we focused on many years ago was something called osteoclast precursors. These are monocytes that are destined to become osteoclasts, and you have to do this through some in vitro assays you know well. And we've been looking at markers on these cells. One of them is called DC stamp, which is a, a molecule required for cell-cell fusion, which marks osteoclast precursors. CD14, CD16 is mm -hmm. another marker. But these are cellular markers you need to get to by flow cytometry. Mm -hmm. and we're all desperately seeking uh, a marker in the serum that will help us to find these uh, this kind of risk but so far we just haven't been successful yeah in that. yeah yeah and you are I guess you are collecting samples to be ready one day to 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 use them with yeah. new markers. Yeah, so we have a very large registry uh, with Daphna Glavin in Toronto, Canada, and JT Elder at the University of Michigan. We have about 8,000 psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis patients who are extremely well phenotyped, and we have extensive biobanking samples on them. So mm -hmm. yes, we are yeah, yeah, ready. ready. Yeah. Show me the molecule. Yeah, okay, <laughs> right. So looking forward, are there any upcoming developments in this area? that our uh, 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 listeners uh, should be aware of? So I think that the developments in the field of spondyloarthritis are many. This is a very hot field right mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. um, I know that there are many abstracts at this meeting looking yeah. at the JAK-STAT inhibitors and their ability to influence uh, bone uh, destruction. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we'll be learning more about that, both the JAK-1 inhibitors and the JAK-TIC-2 uh, uh -huh. combination, uh -huh. uh, as well as uh, molecules that uh, an antibody in particular that actually interacts with IL-17 ANF, mm -hmm, dimikizumab, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then the idea mm -hmm. that some patients, some practitioners are going to combinations of medications, mm -hmm. such as a premolast with other uh, biologics. Mm -hmm. So I think all three of those areas are exciting advancements which may help us to better understand the mechanisms mm -hmm. that drive the abnormal mm -hmm. bone uh, loss and formation and may actually provide more effective therapies, at least we're hopeful. Uh -huh. And uh, speaking about the targets, uh, such as IL-23, mm -hmm. anti-IL-23 is working on PSA, however, not in AS. There is some uh, distinction between two diseases. Is that uh, one topic? 
So this is a, was a surprise for all of us yeah. that IL-23 blockade was not effective for axial disease. Yeah. And it's really caused um, many of us to go back to our laboratories and ask a number of new questions, mm -hmm. such as whether or not cells in the axial skeleton express IL-23 receptor, mm -hmm. uh, whether or not these cells are becoming activated and promoting bone by different al alternative mechanisms outside of IL-23, mm -hmm. hedgehog pathway or... Uh, uh, many other types of signaling, wind, wind signaling, and we just don't know the answer now. Uh -huh. It's what makes okay. it, keeps us on our toes and makes it very fascinating. Okay. Troubling yeah. sometimes. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you very much for, for your time, and I guess this topic will be a good reason for you to come back another day. So I hope you, you listening to this uh, uh, podcast uh, enjoy very much the discussion. Don't forget to subscribe to the uh, uh, CSF and get uh, easy access, free access to uh, uh, education uh, materials or slides and others. And uh, welcome again to this uh, website. Thank you.